more sponsors if we did more singing on the air? I mean, I don't know where we're going to put, Stephen. We, we're already, my gosh, we've got <laughs> such incredible sponsors. The most sponsored uh, one-hour show in America. <laughs> we, where, where do we put these folks? Yeah, I'm thinking we, got, we, we might have to turn this one day into just like a Gaither homecoming special and just start singing songs together, and we'll we'll open up the phone lines, the text lines, see if people want to partner with us and, and join in with Central National Bank and Smaltz's and NeighborWorks, all the great sponsors we have. Man, today's Wednesday, Stephen. I mean, we've got to – I guess at 140, we need – because we got Matt Meyer, uh, Matthew Meyer, the great Baylor player who, boy, bailed him out last night. Huge, huge performance by the young Meyer um, at 120. So we'll have the NeighborWorks uh, Big 12 Roundup. We'll do that at 140 today. But we need to react, Stephen – to, uh, I, and I, I mean, this is, uh, I don't know if we need to get the Baylor fight song going. I don't know if we need to just sing the good old Baylor line. Steven, has anybody poked holes in the good old Baylor line? I mean, this, this continues to be a huge fight. The eyes of Texas, the origins of the eyes of Texas goes back to some, some rough times, minstrel type shows or whatever. That's become an enormous fight. Some of those emails became public. From the boosters of Texas complaining to the president. I hope the Baylor line, Stephen. Now, the good the people, uh, the, the Baylor line, the Baylor line. Okay, Stephen, I don't know if you've never put a bear claw up. Maybe when you were a little kid before you went before you went to, because your, your folks are Baylor fans. Um, and you've got Baylor graduates all across your family. You probably did put up a bear claw at some point in your life. Now, not now, because you went to TCU. Stephen, when you all do the TCU uh, school song, do you put up the little TCU, those two fingers crooked in or whatever, mm-hmm. the way y'all do it? Do you do that, or or when do you put the TCU frog sign up? I don't even really know when you do that. Yes, you put the frog sign up during the school song. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what is the school song called? That's a great question. The first line is, hail, <laughs> oh, hail, TCU. I just, we just call it the school good, song, I think. Good for you. Good for you, not knowing what the name of the school song is. Um, I am offended by the TCU school song, and I would like people to look into its origins. All right? I It's always offended me. I don't exactly know why, but I, it's offensive. Uh, Tim, uh, Stephen, the uh, – Tim, who, who's Tim? Uh, Stephen, the uh, – the Baylor school song is is to the tune of an old kind of ragtime song. Ooh, I don't want to ragtime. That may be the wrong era. Stephen, uh, the good old summer. Uh, it's a good old Baylor line. Something about the summertime. That that the good old summertime or something like that. That's where that song comes from. Okay, that's the tune. It's borrowed from. Um, you know, the good old Baylor line, it was like the good old summertime. That's where that comes from, Stephen. Okay, just a little musical, musicology, we like to call this, early in a show. All right, uh, Baylor Bears win a conference championship. Let's get hyped. Stephen, if you want to play AJR, if you want to play a little AJR when we get Meyer on, that's fine with me. Just to kind of bang, bang, bang. I mean, that... That was a really, that was a fun game. I, I all Baylor games should start 
I mean, I, I would never be able to attend them. I don't think. I, but I four o'clock. I love that four o'clock day start. That was kind of fun. Then you have the rest of the evening. That was really weird to finish that game at like six o'clock, and then you had the rest of the evening to just do whatever you wanted. I mean, generally, you finish a Baylor game. And then it's kind of time to start thinking about nighttime. Let's get let's get the let's get the kids to bed. Let's get the children to bed. And uh, Stephen, I mean, it's six o'clock. You still have the whole evening ahead of you. And what an ending that was! Goes to OT. Love the end of the race. I, I like the uh, the end of regulation when the, with thirteen point four seconds left and the Bears uh, down by two. And they didn't mess around, even though I know some of the announcers were thinking about uh, who was that Bob was choosing, who was doing that show, doing that with uh, Fran Frischilla. I know they were thinking about, um, well, maybe Baylor gets that three and goes for the win at regular. I love what they did. Butler goes with the drive. He kind of gets the guy on his hip a little bit, but he did a little hesitation to make that guy think he was going to throw it out to Mitchell. That go, guy goes flying out toward Mitchell, so he's got the angle. And then I think it might have been Culver who's uh, who's coming over there. And, man, that was so cool. The, I mean, just everything about the way that play unfolded. And he gets to the rim, and he does a great job of kind of getting into the body of, I think that was Culver, and 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 gets that layup. I mean, now in the NBA, that's a foul. That's an and one. Sometimes in the, in college, but they didn't call it there. And uh, man, that's probably okay. I mean, it's not like a. It wasn't like a big time foul. It's just like a. That's one of those and ones that sometimes they give star players. And uh, Jared Butler is a star player, but he scores it. They get the tie. Uh, my I about lost it because on Baylor gets the ball back, Stephen. With 1.8 seconds left, and I'm thinking, okay, you can get this in, dribble a couple times, take a three or whatever, have a shot at it to win the game in regulation. And Jared, I was already wondering why he was throwing it in because he's one of the great shooters on the team. I'm like, I want Jared shooting the ball. I don't want him triggering the inbounds pass, but for whatever reason, he was inbounding the ball, and he goes with a lob attempt toward the rim, and he throws it 10 feet over. I love how somebody was blaming Meyer on the uh, – I forget who it was, which choosing or whoever. You know, Meyer's got Meyer's to try to go get that ball. It's like, what? The ball's like 10 feet over his head. He's not going to catch that ball. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then Jared fouls out, and I loved Fran's response. Minute 15 left. Bears are down by one. Oh, my gosh. Butler's fouled out. I mean, you know, the world is over. They say, what do you do? And Fran says, well, <clears throat> they got Flagler. They got Mitchell. They got Teague. They got Meyer. I mean, you know, it's just kind of, they got a million options. So it's not, I mean, it was, I didn't want to lose Butler. He had 25. He played great. But the Bears were okay. And then Mitchell goes and gets that bucket. Steven. I mean, even even an old horn frog like you has to have a smile on his face today. The Bears have ended one of the longest droughts in all of college basketball. First conference title since 1950. I mean, Howard could have had a couple. Howard had some great teams. He just had the poor fortune of having to coach against Eddie Sutton and Abe. 
and all those guys. I mean, and then a guy V. Lewis. My gosh, I mean, I the, the, some of those some of those graphics they put up. Baylor's, you know, the one about how long they've played ranked and how many times they'd played ranked in the previous million seasons before, those are disrespectful because in the old days they had like a top 10 or top 15. I mean, it's that's a that really is a silly stat that they keep showing, but whatever. It makes me mad just because I love Howler so much. But, um, Stephen, I, I want to hear a little bit. Do we have the uh, – do we have the? I, I think I know we do. The the, uh, the 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 reaction from John Morris and Pat Nunley. Do we have that queued up? Yes, we do. All right, let's listen a little bit. Let's listen in. This was after the Bears win in OT, and again, Matt Meyer will be on with us at one twenty, and that sucker, he 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 just he went crazy at the end of regulation, and just kind of he said, "Hey, hey, I got broad shoulders." Y'all ride, y'all ride the Meyer bus for a little bit, and he goes with like, golly, what was it? It was like eight eight points in about a minute or two span. It was so great, and um, we'll talk to Matt Meyer here at one twenty. But uh, Stephen, let's uh, let's listen in on the voice of the Bears, John Morris, and then the longtime analyst and former player. In fact, he played with Teagle back in the day, and this guy was a great shooter. Pat Nunley, let's uh, let's listen in. This was this was them right after the game last night. These time. guys have earned it and they deserve it. Uh, it's just a wonderful thing. I'm telling you, John. You and I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, the team, as they do after every game, win or lose, they uh, put their arms around each other's shoulders. They say a word of prayer, and then they stand up and celebrate a Big 12 championship. How about that? And what a way to win it. What a way to earn it with this win today in Morgantown. Yeah, you know, I've been doing this 40 years, John, and I've been living for this moment. I, I, this is uh, this is something else. And it's a lesson. I mean, it's, it's certainly about basketball. But, but just uh, the way these guys handled it and approached it and uh, just wrapped their arms around one another, followed the lead of their coaching staff, uh, that's what it's all about, man. What a wonderful win for the Bears. What a wonderful moment for Baylor basketball and Baylor athletics as the Bears win it over West Virginia in overtime, 94-89 the final. Love that. Love the emotion. I mean, Pat was just uh, – Steve, we got to get Pat on. I don't, I don't know. You know, everybody claims certain folks. I know somebody was having Howler on today. Golly. I mean, Jim – he is our permanent all-time analyst, all-time greatest analyst. And, and, uh, but I, I understand Barfield's had a long-time claim to him as well. So I, I'm, I, I love to share. Steven, is that, does that sound accurate? Yeah, that's 100% right. <laughs> no, we got to get Nunley on, though. I, like, I love Pat. Pat's a – it's interesting. Some of those great players from the early 80s, Reed Geddes became an attorney. I think Nunley's an attorney. Those guys became attorneys, but they also remained really strong analysts. Reed, uh, for a long time, was a TV analyst. I haven't seen Reed lately, but uh, also a great attorney. But uh, Gettys, uh, <laughs> Stephen, he had the distinction as on Five Slamma Jamma, he was the one white dude running around out there. <laughs> Reed Gettys. He's a good player. He really was. Reed was good. But, uh, I mean, he was playing with Mr. Mean. 
I mean, Larry Meshaw, Michael Young, uh, Rob. Was it Rob Young? Rob? Rob Houston? And then, of course, Clyde. Clyde the Glide Drexler. Akeem. Uh, Benny Anders was a part of that crew. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, the five slamma jamma days. But uh, anyway, I, I get wistful thinking about all those days because that was my childhood, a little kid watching five slamma jamma, like six or seven years old. Oh, man, that was fun. But uh, the Bears have gone where no other Bears team has gone. And uh, that is uh, – it is really, really remarkable, Stephen. And uh, Stephen, I do want to do something real quick. Oh, we got Matt Meyer coming up. We got Matt Meyer. I tell you what, at the first of the roundup today, we will do a uh, we'll do our our Schmaltz's uh, trivia question. It will be Baylor. It will be sort of Baylor related. And Stephen's come up with a humdinger. And man, I love that. Wow, what you get. I mean, the amount of sandwiches, this is a pretty cool deal. Uh, I love, I love, I love this Schmaltz's. Uh, uh, this is going to be really, really fun, this Schmaltz's sandwich giveaway. And I, I, right now, Stephen, I could use a Schmaltz's sandwich. In fact, uh, who was our young man, Stephen? You remember the guy who brought me a Schmaltz's sandwich from Waco? He happened to be headed this way. What oh, great, yeah. Baylor student. What, what a great young guy that was. Mm-hmm. In fact, I got to know his dad, ran into his dad. His dad's some kind of huge businessman in the insurance business up in Dallas. What is his name? Jordan? No. Any, I, anyway, the his, his stepbrother is one of the uh, is a is a Kettler or or one of the, I think it's uh, one of the play you know one of the pitchers for Baylor. Hayden Kettler. His, okay. Hayden Kettler yeah. is this kid's stepbrother. If I've got that right. Um, God, the Baylor baseball team, nice win, home opener, and uh, got that Baylor, got that home stand, first home stand. Um, that was a really, not a really a home stand, first Tuesday night game, I should say. That's a fun, that was a fun outing. Get you a 4-0 victory. You never see that in college baseball. You don't see shutouts. And Jimmy, I mean, that was, did you see all those guys, Leckich and Winston was involved in that thing? I mean, that's just a bunch of pitchers going out there and getting you about a three or four hitter. I mean that was good. I love seeing that. Bears go out there and get them about a get them a four nothing uh, victory in that first Tuesday homestand game. Love seeing that. All right, Stephen, we got Matt Meyer, uh, one of the guy who's become a huge part of this conference champion Baylor team. Matthew Meyer joins us next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. The beautiful weather continues. We'll see mostly sunny skies today. Just a gorgeous day with high temperatures topping out at 70 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. Pretty quiet conditions. Lows drop to 41 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Just as nice with a high of 72. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long, 
on ESPN Central Texas. The sixth-ranked and Big 12 champion Lady Bears on the road Saturday to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. 3.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday. This season, join Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Thanet for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Neighborworks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? Neighborworks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. Neighborworks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. All right, let's talk about your friend in the business. Of course, it's Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Now, I drive that uh, Grand uh, Cherokee, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Good vehicle during this recent uh, ice storm. I was moving around the community. Seemed to be doing well. I would recommend a four-wheel drive. That's not a... That's not a bad, I mean, it's, you know, it costs a little bit more, but not that much. And uh, then when you get some of that bad weather, you feel better about things. Um, Alan Samuels, incredible service. You know, Ted Teague, the GM out there, just a really cool dude. And uh, folks like working for him. They like working with him. And it's great spirit among the folks out there. And I went out there to see that, uh, the, I mean, it's you talk about like 55,000 square feet of service area. I mean, that is really something out there. They do a great job. And uh, Alan Samuels, certified by J.D. Power again this year, the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence for the dealership. Ram is the three-peat Motor Trend Truck of the Year, back-to-back-to-back. And uh, check out the new Ram 1500. There's the 2500 or the big 3500 if you like getting way up there. And, you know, why do people buy these Ram trucks so much? Well, a lot of reasons. But comfort 
is among the highest reasons. Just a great comfort. You get folks in there, get the family in there, and uh, it's a really, really comfortable ride. Heavy-duty payload capacity, multifunction tailgate, blind spot monitoring. That's good for a guy like me with uh, with neck issues. I can't really turn around and see who's behind me. Uh, touchscreen technology, superior craftsmanship. It is Alan Samuels, your friend of the car business. Remember, 201 West Loop 340. Get out there and see him. Listen to Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears on ESPN Central Texas. What I think Matt Meyer would like the Steve Miller band. I'm sure he's listened to some classic rock. I'm tweeting this out right now. Matthew Meyer jumping on with us after his huge performance, 18 points in that conference championship clinching effort. Matt Meyer, uh, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley show uh, with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, and congratulations on a conference championship it's been a while uh most of us were not living the last time this happened uh congratulations sir yes sir thank you it's a big one for us i would say so uh feel free to retweet that matt i just tagged you on that we'll get the word out you're uh you got to get your adoring audience uh to to know that you're on the uh, air right now what um what was that like uh uh you know i mean that that you just look like fearless, man. I mean, I you know you're obviously you've been around now a little bit. You've become extremely comfortable, but I mean that was a yeah. huge moment. I mean, you know, sometimes that game before, you know, you'd had some frustrating. Everybody on the team had frustrating moments, but you know what I liked is they that last night they you know Scott did what I've always you know he's done it more and more this season. You know they they just rode you. They said, hey, Myers hot. There's no reason to remove this man from the floor. And uh, I would say, Matthew, you you sort of, uh, in that late regulation, you just sort of took over. What was what, what did you see about the way they were defending you and, and how were you able to um, operate like that? Because, I mean, that was like eight points in two minutes at the at an enormous time i would say you've had great games but that that there's never been a more important stretch in your career than those couple minutes yeah um well i don't know if you saw but jared assisted me on i think all of my all of those baskets in a row so i mean uh he's a great passer and davion too they, they find me on a lot of my buckets so it makes it a lot easier playing with really good players like that but um you know I only played five minutes against Kansas, including garbage time, and uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't too happy about that. I let I you know let let the coaches know how I was feeling, and um, I'm just I'm really thankful that they listened to me and gave me a chance. And uh, because there's a stretch there um, in the second half where I wasn't playing particularly well, I wasn't playing bad, but they just left me in, let me play through a couple mistakes, and I really appreciated them for that. And um, you know. When I'm on the court, I'm always trying to be as aggressive as possible, and that's just how I play. So I don't know if you ever go back and look at the broadcast. Fran Fraschilla on your drive late in regulation was doing one of those. This is not. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then, of course, you weave through there and it made the layup. But uh, yeah. Fraschilla was. You know, you've heard those coaches 
But no, bad shot, bad shot, good shot. You know when it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was uh, like I, I think Fran's awesome. Uh, you know, he's just like there was a lot of dribbles in between, so I can understand why he was feeling like that. You know, that's probably not uh, you know textbook good basketball right there, but it worked out. So you, know, you, you can't be mad at a made shot. So. What was the uh, what was that flight home like? I mean, you guys had a great reception. We're talking to Matthew Meyer. Uh, one of Baylor's uh, star players. They just won the conference championship. Um, it was a really cool reception at the airport for you guys. Yeah. Um, what yeah, was, that was the super uh, cool? It was. Yeah. Uh, it was just like probably hundred people there, all with like signs, just like you know, cheering for us or coming out. That was like you know, that's love. Like uh, people in Waco really care a lot about the sports teams, and uh, they support us a lot. And that was just that was just another cool part of being on the team. What was the uh, the the flight like? What was the what, what was the was that uh, was it just continue? I mean that that post game celebration was really fun. In fact, I saw you, you know, it was almost reminded me when I saw you know that famous Jim Valvano uh, moment when NC State won it in '83 and J- and Coach Valvano was looking for somebody to hug and Butler uh, goes running down. I mean, it was really fun. I mean, I, I love the celebration. And he, and he finally finds a group of you guys, and then he finds you, and it, it's like yeah. you are hopping around together. I mean, is that, that had to be one of the greatest moments of your career, just, the, just that joy of, uh, of, of the release of finally breaking through like that. Yeah, I mean, Jared's my roommate. I've lived with him for <clears throat> three years. And that it was just a special moment, especially because it was like at the end of the game, it was just it was really mainly me and him doing the scoring and like like and then he was uh, giving dimes to me. Like that was just like that was a great moment for me and Jared, and we talked about it after. Like that was just that was awesome. I did see you uh, talking to Matt Meyer coming off the huge win last night um, with the mullet brother. You got over there uh, with uh, with Moffitt. And and got yeah. a good celebration with him. I hope you guys got a post game picture. That what y'all and he was rocking at first, but uh you have joined yeah. him. You you always had some pretty good hair. Um uh but but now to to rock the mullet and grow that out, did that I mean I it's almost kinda like that uh I don't know how I mean, maybe you just grow hair faster than most people, but it was like we didn't see you for three weeks and then you show up with a mullet. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, my my hair was getting really long, and I was and uh, Jackson, uh, we were hanging out together on one of the trips, and I was like, "Dang man, I really need a haircut." And he was like, "He was like, bro, how sick would that be if you got a mullet right before March Madness?" And I was like, "I was like, come on, bro, like you know, I, I I've had this hair my whole life. I'm not changing it." He was like, "Just move your hair behind your ears, see how it looks." And then we were like looking at it, and I was like. I was like, you know, I'm not saying no. And then once once he felt like he had to split in the door, it was just like, bro, you got to get him all. You got to get him all. And he finally convinced me. And uh, I'm really happy I did it. I think it's pretty cool. I think I look great. So, <laughs> yeah. I I don't I think you got to you got to stick with this now. And obviously, hopefully this is a deep run and uh, at some point soon, you know, you guys are allowed to uh make a little money off your name and likeness. So, I wouldn't uh I, I, you know, again, you don't want to make that your focus, but uh, keep that right. in mind. Any, uh, any t-shirts in the works? Anybody has anybody put something together, or uh, has that? Uh, have y'all, uh, have y'all not thought about that? No, we'll probably have time to think about that after we win the chip. But uh, as of right now, we're not thinking about any of that. 
Okay. All right. Although we, some of us alums might put one together for you guys, uh, but we don't want to. We want to make sure you all make all the money you need to make off of it and that kind of thing. Talking to uh, Matthew Meyer, uh, Baylor. Uh, I don't know. What do we call you? You kind of play guard. You call it small forward. You can play center if you have to. You can guard all five positions. I mean, it is. Uh, it's kind of funny. I started to say small forward, but uh, I, I technically I think we could call you a power forward out there. Um, it's, uh, it's, it, it's really been, uh, fun to watch you grow as a player and, you know, take me back a little bit, uh, Matthew to, you were a huge recruit at one point when you were in high school. I mean, you were, you were one of those kind of almost like McDonald's type nominee sort of players. Did, did you, um, growing up where you did, did you, you're almost too young to even remember when Durant was there. I guess you were a little kid when he was uh, playing for UT, who were your teams growing up? And, and, and then who, who all were you sort of considering when it came down to it? Well, what's funny about that is I never really watched any basketball when I was growing up. I, I had never been to an NBA game. I went to one college game until I started getting recruited, and that was actually Kevin Durant at Texas, but I really don't remember it that much. My dad claims that it was like the coolest game ever, but I, I couldn't tell you. But uh, <laughs> um, as far as like recruitment goes, I wanted to stay in Texas, so that that made it pretty easy to narrow it down. I wanted to be within driving distance of home, uh, but Texas was a little too close. I wanted to like kind of start fresh somewhere. Came down to Baylor and A and M, uh, and you know A and M kind of they started like you know kind of pulling away towards the end and it made it pretty clear like that it was the, was the easy choice so that would have been avery right was he still at a&m or no, no not avery avery was at alabama that was uh but but that was before buzz right that would have been billy kennedy yes at that time yes. okay kennedy yeah yeah interesting boy i can't imagine you as an aggie marching around campus doing all those <laughs> aggie yells i'm glad we were able oh. to claim you at baylor that would have been tough I uh, can't imagine. Glad to be here. <laughs> I would say so. Now, tell me how you uh, personally, and you, you can tell, share as much as you want, but like during that three weeks, again, I don't know if you've had the COVID or whatever, but how you've dealt with all this, but I mean, how did you stay, try to stay in condition? And, and, and then also, when did you, when did you guys start to feel like yourselves? Was it almost like, did it take until almost the second half of West Virginia? I mean, you kind of looked like yourselves early in that game and then you faded a little bit. And then obviously you got rolling there a little bit. Y'all got down like 60 or was it 50, 43. Y'all got down at some point by seven. And now I thought, oh my goodness, this is not looking great in that game. And then you kind of, y'all were able to dig down deep. Tell me, kind of, when, when have you started to feel more like yourselves? Because you're probably not all the way back yet. But I'm just, and I'm wondering what you did specifically to try to stay in shape. Well, I actually didn't have it. Um, I had it a while ago. But um, so I was just working out with uh, Coach Drew. Um, he was like putting me through some workouts like every other day, kind of. It was light stuff. But, um, you know, I would. Uh, for for us, I think it had way more to do with like mentality and being in the in the in the flow of the game than it was conditioning. Because uh, it seems like everybody's still in pretty good shape. It was just like getting back to to playing basketball, the up and down, and just like being aggressive in the spots that we we're used to. Because 
it felt like in our first couple of games back, we were just playing to not mess up, and we were playing to like, you know, try to maintain the undefeated record. And we weren't playing like like we weren't on in, on the attack mode. Like we were in like defense mode. And uh, I think the Kansas loss really opened our eyes and was like, now nah, we got to start getting back to what we normally do. So, but the coaches did a great job of helping us like understand what we should be doing. So. I think you we're know, back into the groove of things. It, it, it wor- the only time I worry about you is, and this has only happened recently, I haven't noticed this in the past, occasionally you'll let one fly and then you'll go racing toward it. Now, some people might say, well, good for Matthew. He's following his shot. But I yeah. always think, uh, Matthew doesn't think that's going in or he thinks it's short or something. And it, it happened recently and one did go short. But last night, I mean, that thing swished. I mean, it was an awesome yeah. shot. But I got to tell you, when I saw you go racing toward it, I had that thought like, "Uh oh!" But but it yeah. went it went in. What are you What are you thinking when that happens? Is it do you kind of think in your mind, uh, "I I might have left that one short." Yeah, I thought I left it short, and there was nobody in front of me, so I thought I was going to get the rebound, and it went in. So I was like, "All right, bet." So. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy about that one, but the one against Kansas, I ran. I went running for that one, and that didn't hit anything. So <laughs> couldn't get the rebound on that one. <laughs> oh man, how about the uh, how about the oop though? I mean, that was that kind of came. I mean, you've uh, obviously you had one dunk that was like one of the best dunks of the college season this year on kind of a spin move along the baseline uh, earlier yeah. in the season, but. Uh, my goodness! I mean, that that was really cool last night. I'm trying to think who was that, Jared again, or who who threw, yeah, who threw you that? Jared, one? he was he was assisting on almost all my buckets. But uh, he, it was um the the spin the spin was actually last year. Um, but oh, that's right. Year, okay. Yeah, but um the the one this time uh like the commentators I watched the game they were saying it was like uh it was, it was like so, what a beautifully drawn up play by Coach Drew and all that, but like. It was actually it was actually just it wasn't drawn up at all. It was just Jared got a high ball screen, and then I saw my man kind of like walk up, and so yeah. I just went behind him, and Jared found me, and yeah, it was pretty cool. I think it's pretty uh, Matthew. I think it I think it's very wise of you to live with Jared Butler. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> smart because uh, you yeah. if your roommates and very close, he he's a little more likely. Not that he wouldn't feed you otherwise, but I, I think if you're around each other constantly, that has to help a little bit because you you know each other pretty well. Now, who is um, is Jackson your other roommate? Does he live with y'all too? Yeah, I live with um, Jared uh, Jackson and Mark Patterson. Oh, Patterson! Yeah, yeah, I love it when he comes in. Because Patterson, he'll fill it this. up a little gotta, bit. Yeah, I'll say this: uh, we got a surprise coming with Mark Patterson, and y'all will see uh, tomorrow. Um. Okay, let's think about this. Oklahoma I'll leave that State for speculation. Oklahoma State comes in surprise on Patterson. We'll be looking for him. It's always, I always felt like Patterson for some reason he really looks good when he comes in. He always uh. Uh, he'll make a bucket, or he—I mean—he just does something that's kind of fun. Uh, but yep. they—but for some reason, he doesn't have a name on the jersey. At one, maybe he does now. Yeah. At one point, he does I didn't, Okay, good, good. That bothered me. I was like, why are we not getting his name on the on the back? Okay, something to look for yeah. with Patterson. Now, will we be able? I, I'm not trying to. I don't want you to give it totally away, but will we? 
Will be will we like if we're at the game? Will we immediately notice when we see him like over on the bench? Will we know what's yes. happened? Okay, you will notice. Okay, Mark Patterson. Okay, we're going to keep that in mind. All right, yeah. Matthew. Um, really good stuff. Congratulations, conference champions. Now, do you realize that Baylor did play in the Final Four back in the '40s? In fact, might have played. Trying to think, they were in the consolation. Back then, they had like a consolation type game. Anyway, they made it to the Final Four. Do you know Matthew, the star player on that 1940s Baylor team in the Final Four? I couldn't tell you. All right, his name was Jackie Robinson, but not huh? the Jackie Robinson you're thinking about. <laughs> okay, I was okay. wrong. <laughs> no, this was a this was a white Jackie Robinson. All right. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> we, we didn't. We, yeah, yeah. So anyway, there's some trivia to use on the guys uh, this evening. But uh, well, listen, always fun. Can't wait to watch this run. I mean, you might as well go win a couple more. Go win the conference uh, champ. The, the champ. But obviously, the the main concern is March. Uh, we're in March, but you know what I'm saying. The the tournament. So that's yeah. that's going to be. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, Matthew, always great to visit with you. Really appreciate you being on the program today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. There he goes. Matthew Meyer, sharpshooter. The, uh, man, I tell you, I'm trying to think who Frank Fallon would compare him to. Baylor, over the years, hasn't had a, a lot of tall, great shooters. Um, David Hamilton was misused a little bit. Back in the day, he could have been in, in it for a long time. He held the the uh, Big Twelve uh, three point record. He scored eight or he had eight or nine threes against TCU. Stephen, when Kurt uh, when Kurt Thomas was playing for TCU, when when would that have been? Nineteen. Let's think about that. Nineteen ninety. That might have been SWC. That was like ninety four, ninety five, right around then. That, that had to be SWC. Anyway, he held the. Uh, the the Baylor's three point record. He was six seven, six seven swing man. We just didn't quite know how to use him back then. That would have been ninety three or ninety four for David Hamilton. And then um, who else could shoot the who else could shoot the three big man? Doug Brandt. When I was in school, uh, that would have been around ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. Doug Brandt was a six nine, six ten guy who could shoot the three, mm-hmm. but they just played in an era back then. You just didn't really want your big man floating out there shooting threes. You're, they were supposed to be down the block rebounding, but Doug Brandt, who else am I? Who am, who am I missing? How Isaiah tall, how tall was Lace, bit. Matt? I mean, I know he wasn't like a no, post size, but he Lace, just seemed big for a guard. He ended up with the record, but Lace was only about 6'4". Okay. Right. He was an awesome shooter, though. That's a good name. Andre Branch was another guy, but he was only Andre was about six three and could jump out of the gym, but also could hit the three. But as far as big men, I mean, there's not many. Branch was uh, the guy I mentioned. Did I say Branch? Yeah, Doug Branch. He was six nine or six ten. Myers six nine. Myers going to be a guy that if he can get to like. Denver or Utah or someplace that really knows how to use. I mean, he would be good playing with uh, Luca if he if he'll just go find a corner and just knock down corner threes like crazy. 
you know, now he's what you hope Meyer could become is, is and he his ceiling isn't like Michael Porter Jr. is a little too superstarish. I mean, I don't think Meyer can get to that level, although Michael Porter Jr. is not there yet. But there's no reason in the world why Matthew Meyer can't go be a three and D guy, go go hit corner threes, and go play in the league for about ten years. I mean, who is the who's the who's the tall guy, uh, Kyle? Who's the sharpshooter, Stephen? It's been that was all over the place. Still in the league, went to Utah for a little bit. Um, uh, Kyle. The sharp, you know, the unbelievable sharpshooter in the NBA. I mean, that's who he could become. Why am I not thinking of this? Kyle, he's just not coming to me. Anyway, um, maybe played at Utah or one of those schools up in in in, uh, in LDS country. All right, that's fun. Matthew Meyer, um, a lot of fun. Really cool dude. Great to visit with him and. Um, he is uh, he is uh, he is a treasure, and uh, hopefully he'll come back. I mean, he could uh, if he has a great run in the in the tournament. Uh, he could be a first round pick this year. We could end up u- losing him, but he could come back next year and score about twenty a game. So I'm hoping that's what happens. But would not begrudge him at all if he decided to go in the draft, especially if he could be a first rounder. Uh, you got to let him go. All right, uh, it is uh, Mosley and Simcox. Doing our thing on a Wednesday afternoon. And, uh, Steve, we got a big contest to do, and we got the Big 12 Roundup to do. The Neighbor Works Waco Big 12 Roundup. That's next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Dan Schulman, ESPN, our guest. I was uh, saying earlier in the hour, Dan, uh, kind of telling your, your travel story about how when you go on a road trip, you go on a serious road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so I'm Canadian for those who don't right, know right. down there. And I, I still, I've always lived in Canada. So during the pandemic, we have in Canada a 14-day quarantine whenever you come back to Canada. So they installed a kit in my house that a lot of people have. So I called about six or seven games from home while uh, over the holidays. And now I'm back down in the U.S. Uh, my trip started in Waco, actually. I flew from Toronto to Dallas, drove to Waco. And because I can't go back and forth, I believe I am now... Now, uh, away from home for the duration of the regular season, like through championship week. So I am very lucky. I have a supportive, independent wife. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Cold weather is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old drafty windows. 
Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And right now, they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. That's online at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and AngieList reviews. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. All right, it is uh, Mosley Simcox, ESP in Central Texas, and uh, thanks to Matt Meyer there. And uh, boy, it's time for something we're going to do every Wednesday. Uh, it is Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, one of my favorite places. When I was a student at Baylor, still one of my favorite places. Opened in 1975 on the Baylor campus. Nelson Rue, way to go, man! You, he came in there and, and and as a young guy, straight out of college. It's like, how in the world am I supposed to own a sandwich shop? He bought that thing. He found a way, and uh, and he's he's open. I mean, he got that great place off of Valley Mills that I love going to out there. And then, of course, the uh, downtown sandwich shop. Such a great, I love the bread. Start uh, early in the morning, baking their homemade artisan bread without additives or preservatives, and uh, that crunchy crust covering. I really think that's one of the great things about it. And the Schmaltz is my favorite one. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. And uh, phone-in orders, Town West location, 1412 uh, uh, North Valley Mills. With a downtown location, that's 105 South 5th Street, Waco Born and Bread. Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Okay, let's do this. Steve, we're going to do a... Uh, we're going to do a uh, uh, basically a trivia contest each week. And then, Stephen, we're going to give out. You're going to get free sandwiches at Schmaltz's. Is this not one of the great things you could win? All right, Stephen, give the uh, give the trivia question, and we're going to give our folks 20 seconds because I don't want them Googling stuff. I want a true answer, and I want to reward the people that get back to us. And remember, the uh, to give your answer, the uh, CNC collision line is 254 254- 662-1660. Stephen, take it away. That's right. You can text in 254-662-1660. Last night, Baylor won an outright men's basketball Big 12 regular season title. It's been a long time since somebody other than Kansas has done this. So, when was the last... Who was the last team? Excuse me. Which Big 12 team was the last Big 12 team besides Kansas... 
to win an outright Big 12 title in the regular season before Baylor did last night. And again, that number is 254-662-1660. I'll give the question one more time. Baylor basketball, they won an outright Big 12 regular season title in men's basketball last night. They were the first team to do that besides Kansas in a long time. Who was the last school to win an outright Big 12 title in men's basketball during the regular season? 254-662-1660. 20 seconds starts now. All right, all right. It'll come pour it in. Steve will announce the winner at the end of today's show. Here's seven or eight minutes, and uh, we'll uh, – oh, the schmaltz's sandwiches. I, what I would do to have one right now. Nelson, can you send me one? Is there any way to package one of those things and ship it today? Uh, oh, my gosh, I love it. Ship it out here. Steven, you know you know where I like to hang out during the day. I like to get out to McGregor, and then I like to run over to Schmaltz's. I like that Valley Mills location. I, woo, I love it. And uh, I just ship it over here to the station. I cannot wait to have my Schmaltz's. All right, Steven, you know what time it is. It's time for the Roundup. It's time for our weekly Big 12 basketball report on the Matt Mosley Show brought to you by NeighborWorks Waco. Have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco assists Central Texans in the home buying process. Learn more at nw-waco.org. nw-waco.org. NeighborWorks Waco. Love it. Love what they do. Roy Nash. We're talking about big men who could shoot. Roy Nash was ahead of his time, late 60s, early 70s, Baylor player. That would have been Coach Menifee, I guess, back at that time. That would have been pre-Howler. And uh, Roy, uh, to this day, at, uh, well, we won't say, Roy's, uh, yeah, you could do the math by, by what I just said, but Roy can sit out there and hit, like, three-pointers all day. Like, hitting a, hitting a 22-footer is nothing for him. But back in the day, of course, they didn't want a big man. He's six seven, six eight. They didn't want Roy Nash heading out to the, the three-point line, get down on the block. But Roy was a sharp shooter before sharp shooting was popular for big men. Great to have Roy and his staff. Neighbor Works Waco. What a cool place that is. And uh, 922 Franklin, uh, downtown location. They've done a really a lot of good stuff. I know the governor opened everything up us uh, yesterday, and I again I'm not going to get into that. Some people are happy, some people don't like that. NeighborWorks doesn't get into politics. What they do is they just continue to help people. Uh, and NeighborWorks, by the way, is a is a long time back in the early '70s, I believe it was. It was started. Uh, the U.S. government started it. NeighborWorks to help people. Uh, get in new homes, people that maybe didn't know how to do it, they needed to help their credit, all that kind of stuff. They not only will help you get set up to do that, Roy and his staff, a lot of them are, you know, they've been realtors, so they know where all the houses are. Love NeighborWorks Waco. We love you guys, and thank you for being such a great sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. All right, Stephen, I want you to walk us through this. We've got a little bit, want to hear today in our uh, Roundup. I mean, the only thing you need to say, the only thing we need to say about the rest of the conference, I mean, West Virginia was complaining. Baylor hadn't played enough games. Hey, beat us. Beat the Bears. Beat them if you want to talk. You didn't. You lost in OT. It was close. You almost did. But the Bears now clinched the championship. People ask me sometimes, well, wait, Baylor hadn't played their whatever, the 13 games that they have to play. Well, here's the deal. If for some crazy reason 
the games, knock on wood, I don't want this to happen. But tomorrow was called off, and then, and then heaven forbid, Sunday's game against Tech was called off. Well, what they would do is just assign Baylor losses. So then they would finish whatever that is, Stephen, 11-3, and 12-3, whatever that comes out to, okay? And uh, I think that would be 11-3. and three. And Baylor would still win the conference, all right? That's how you do this thing for people that are wondering, Baylor hadn't played enough games. Okay, I'm sorry. Everything's okay. We've got a few more games left in the conference. Stephen, um, while we were watching the Bears, um, there were a couple teams in action. The Longhorns went and uh, and took care of Iowa State. Good win. Good win. Iowa State, they, they play hard. They hadn't won a game this year, I don't believe. Did they finally win one against y'all, Stephen, or not? Was that Kansas State? No, that was K-State. Iowa State took that L on Saturday to the Frogs. All right. All right. Frogs took down Iowa State. Wait, are you saying Iowa State may limp to the finish line here with zero wins? Is yeah, I don't know who play? their last game is, Matt, but uh, they have they have lost to TCU twice, so they're not getting a win over them. At this point, Prom's just got to go ahead and do it and, and go with that winless conference. What well, takes us back to the, the poor Bears having to – Scott Drew's first season – Having to play, uh, and, and they they in one of those years they got like an improbable victory over someone. I mean, it was amazing, but they didn't even get to play non-conference games. I mean, they were on so much probation. Scott had to play like a conference schedule after playing no non-conference games because they were they got in so much trouble for everything that had happened before he got there. And look at them now—an outright conference championship. All right, Stephen, I want you to set this up. I, I mean, this is really – this is cool. Some of these answers last night, we heard from Pat Nunley and John Morris. That was really fun. The voice of the Bears and a longtime Baylor basketball analyst who played for the Bears had a really good shot back in the day. I mean, they just put the three-point line in about 79, and that was about the time Pat uh, was playing for the Bears. So the three-point shot was not really in vogue yet, but Pat could, Pat could let it fly. Back in the late 70s, whoo, man, from anywhere. And he was really good. If Teagle and Nunley just had a little more help, they would have won an SWC title back in the day. But they just didn't quite have those guys. I like all those guys, Shakir and Mike Battle and some of those guys that played Gallardo. They were really cool dudes. James uh, James Stern, I think it was. But they just couldn't quite make it. All right, Stephen, I want to hear a little bit from Scott Drew. Set this up for us. Yeah, this first clip, Matt, is from his opening statement last night after the game. Here's Scott just kind of reflecting on what a Big 12 title means for uh, for this program. They're still celebrating in the background. Um, you know, our last title was 1950. Um, so uh, we've had a lot of great players that have uh, helped work toward this. We finished second several times, um, and everyone's contributed with the fans and staff and uh, players to, to get to this point. But uh, couldn't be more proud of our, our – our, our players uh, really uh, persevering down the stretch. And uh, again, coming off a 21-day pause is something that there's no uh, um, uh, past history recipe, things that tell you how to do things because every situation is different. Um, I just know from most coaches, and I didn't tell our players this, um, but most coaches I talked to that were similar situations to us said it takes four games to get your guys back. And uh, the last uh, 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 three games, we got two wins and and one loss, and we played great teams. So uh, uh, it speaks to their heart and their toughness, and uh, uh, couldn't be more proud of them. 
I, I was really proud of one thing, and that is uh, after we had our prayer, I was able to beat them in the locker room, get the water ready, and get them. And I got the cold water ready for them, too. <laughs> That's good. Oh, man. We'll continue to hear more from Scott. How cool was that? I mean, that was really neat, the whole, the whole thing. Stephen, I thought the best moment of the celebration Jared Butler, that was fun because he was running around looking for people to hug. I thought that was a really fun moment that the cameras caught. But how about how about Scott jumping on Vital's back and just riding him around for? I mean, that was. I mean, Stephen. I mean, if that doesn't get your heart going, I mean, that's really cool stuff. Did you see Vital after after Scott jumped down? Vital turned around like, "Who's on my back?" <laughs> I really thought that was one of the coolest moments I've seen as a longtime Baylor fan, alum, fourth-generation Baylor grad. I love seeing that. All right, Stephen, I know real quick, let's uh, let's announce. We need to get to the John Morris Show. He's got a lot of cool stuff lined up, but uh, can we announce the winner of our Schmaltz's contest? We can. Congrats to Frank Burns. He uh, had the right answer. It was Oklahoma State in 2004. Oklahoma State got it done in 2004. They were the last team to win an outright Big 12 title uh, other than Kansas until the Bears did it last night. So, Frank, you're getting a couple uh, free sandwich coupons from our friends at Small Sandwich Shop. Wow. Tell them, the, tell them you won those things when you get in there. You say Frank Burns, is that right? Steven? Frank Burns, yes. Love Frank. Frank, thank you for playing. We always have winners on the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Frank Burns is a winner today. Thank you, Schmaltz. Thank you, NeighborWorks Waco. Love the Big 12 Roundup. And uh, we'll send it now to a guy who, uh, well, he's called a lot of games, but uh, that was the first time he got to call a Baylor Big 12 championship in men's basketball. How cool is that? The J-Mo Show, coming up 2-3. to That's next. We'll see you tomorrow on the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Stephen. Good night.